Hey, everybody. Today on the Charlie Kirk Show, Greg Abbott surprises us. He is holding the line in a very crafty way. Listen to this episode. It's very important. Email us, as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. Get involved with Turning Point USA at tpusa.com. That's tpusa.com. Start a high school or college chapter at the most important organization of the country, Turning Point USA. Email us, as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. That is freedom at charliekirk.com. And become a member to support this program, members.charliekirk.com. That is members.charliekirk.com. Buckle up, everybody. Here we go. Charlie, what you've done is incredible here. Maybe Charlie Kirk is on the college campus. I want you to know we are lucky to have Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk's running the White House, folks. I want to thank Charlie. He's an incredible guy. His spirit, his love of this country. He's done an amazing job building one of the most powerful youth organizations ever created, Turning Point USA. We will not embrace the ideas that have destroyed countries, destroyed lives, and we are going to fight for freedom on campuses across the country. That's why we are here. Noble Gold Investments is the official gold sponsor of The Charlie Kirk Show a company that specializes in gold IRAs and physical delivery of precious metals. Learn how you could protect your wealth with Noble Gold Investments at noblegoldinvestments.com. That is noblegoldinvestments.com. It's where I buy all of my gold. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. He's proven me wrong, and I am thrilled. So far, so far, earlier this week, We very bluntly and clearly said, I don't know if Greg Abbott has what it takes to continue to secure the southern border of Texas. And to be clear, Governor Abbott is being very, very crafty. The U.S. Supreme Court in spirit, not necessarily in the text, said that Texas securing the border, that Border Patrol can come in and cut the wire. But Governor Abbott is thinking like a very effective lawyer looking for loopholes and weaknesses. The Supreme Court technically did not order saying that Texas can't do anything. It just says that the Border Patrol can go and cut the wire. And they gave the Biden administration permission to do something. That's totally different. So the Biden administration was hoping that Greg Abbott wouldn't actually read this decision and would just basically vacate from the border. Now, I want to just get down to the technical essence here. Border Patrol is allowed to go cut razor wire and never said that Texas is not allowed to add more razor wire or add more National Guard troops or continue to do what they're doing. Those are two separate things. It was a two-sentence statement, and it still is pending the Fifth Circuit Court, and Greg Abbott is seizing on this. He is seizing on it. To his great credit, he very easily could have backed off, but he read the decision. He said, this is a little murky. It's a little uncertain. And the Biden administration currently is blinking. They are blinking because of Donald Trump. They're blinking because of this next election. And Greg Abbott is calling their bluff. Here's what Greg Abbott has done, is he's adding more wire. He's adding more reinforcements on the border. He's adding more people, uh, National Guardsmen, saying that we have the right to repel invasion. Now, he's a lawyer. He knows what he's doing here. And he's playing with fire. It's a little bit risky. He's not outright defying the Supreme Court but he's certainly pushing back against the essence and the spirit of what the Supreme Court has been issuing. The Biden administration, though, is blinking because we're in an election year. And Mayorkas and Joe Biden say, oh boy, do we really want footage of Border Patrol 
cutting razor wire and allowing illegals to come in. They already have that. But now that 12% of the American people approve of Joe Biden's handling of the border, Greg Abbott is basically begging for the optics of Joe Biden to bring in the federal government. Greg Abbott is being rather prudent here. He's not escalating this all at once. It's a little here, a little here. You force Biden to be the one acting in a crazy, irrational manner. You want to be the cooler head in the room. You want to be the more reasonable person. The Supreme Court gave Biden permission to do something. The Supreme Court said, go ahead, Biden, you can go in and cut razor wire. But Biden hasn't done it. We're here on Thursday and Biden hasn't deployed federal agents to go cut razor wire. Why is that? The Supreme Court did not explicitly say that Texas has no right to defend and protect itself. And so Greg Abbott is, he's playing both sides of this. The Democrats are the ones that are overreaching. The Democrats are now the ones that are talking irrationally. And Greg Abbott, he is surprising me. I expected, I will fully acknowledge when I'm wrong. I expected full and complete surrender from Greg Abbott. I did not expect this sort of weaving and dodging and craftiness. I kind of like it. He's protecting our constitutional system. And yet he's also saying that there's nothing that prohibits Texas from putting up new wire. He's begging Biden to give Donald Trump a campaign ad of the federal government coming in and cutting wire. And he's basically sidestepping the essence of the Supreme Court saying, no, 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 we're still in charge. Texas can do this. The bad guys are openly comparing this to how Eisenhower nationalized the Arkansas Guard during school desegregation. And the key difference is that Eisenhower stepped in to protect the rights of black students. Biden would be stepping in to enable an invasion by foreigners. And I've been very, very critical of Greg Abbott, but he surprised me. We have not seen the capitulation that I thought I'd see these last couple of days. Now, has this stopped the invasion? Is he doing enough yet? No, but something is changing, everybody. Something is changing. This is a different tone. This is a different rhetoric. This is a different approach than what we have seen from the traditional Republican establishment. And I do put Greg Abbott in the establishment. Something has changed. There has been a profound attitude shift. Play cut 141, please. Texas is doing is just very simple. And and, and that is because the Biden administration has really, truly abdicated its responsibility to secure the border and enforce the laws. Texas very simply is securing the border. And so we put up the razor wire that you were talking about, Bill, and uh, we put up all these barricades that actually have denied illegal entry. Uh, And as you pointed out also in that screen, there are criminals coming across our border. Texas has a right as a state to stop criminals from coming into our state. Mm -hmm. And Joe Biden actually does have an option here. Joe Biden's option is to enforce the laws of the United States and stop this illegal entry. I got to give him credit. That's a great argument. He's putting the burden of unreasonable behavior on Biden. He's putting the law and the moral argument in one. And he's right. There is a clause that says that you can repel invasion. And he's also not defying what the Supreme Court said, because, look, we all know where this leads us. This is why we this is exactly why we played around with this the other day. This is exactly why the other day we said, boy, we do not 
We do not take the idea of define the Supreme Court lightly. But the sentence, two sentences, it says, if the federal government actually wants to come and start cutting razor wire, you can do it. Mind you, what's important, and I missed this the other day, and I want to correct the record. It didn't say that you must cut the razor wire. I missed it. I'll be honest. I've reread it. In the spirit of all of it, having reread the decision, it felt as if the Supreme Court was saying you must remove the razor wire. No, it said if the federal government chooses to remove the razor wire, it can. That's still a that's that's still an insane decision, honestly. But it's a big difference. It doesn't say you can't have the razor wire there. It says that there is federal supremacy over that. Again, that is a little bit murkier legally than I want to get into because a state should be able to say to the federal government, we're being invaded. Stop getting in the way of us doing our job. That's essentially what the struggle is there. However, Biden has yet to call the bluff. Biden has the Supreme Court greenlighting the elimination of the razor wire. Why hasn't Biden done it? This is the question that needs to be repeated. Biden, why haven't you removed the wire? Biden, why haven't you removed the wire? Biden, why haven't you removed the wire? You have it right here. The Supreme Court told you you could do it, Biden. Why haven't you done it, Biden? Why haven't you done it? I thought you hated the wire. You sued to get rid of the wire. Why haven't you done it? Now, Biden says, well, maybe tomorrow. I want every citizen journalist out there, and I hope we have cameras live streaming Joe Biden deploying. And you know what? As soon as they cut the wire, 30 minutes later, Texas should go put up more because the Supreme Court didn't say you can't do that. So the Texas agents can watch it and just say, okay, thanks, Border Patrol. Thanks. And then they'll leave and they'll put more up. So you got to come back tomorrow every single day. Make Joe Biden deploy his federal agents every day, every single day, every single day, every single day. Biden says tomorrow you sued for this. And I want that whole thing on film. And Abbott has gamed this out to his credit to a certain extent. And he's also forcing the issue. He's coming across as reasonable. He's coming across as a concerned governor. I don't know if I would have saw this out of Governor Abbott a couple years ago. I think Abbott would have said, let's just wait for the Fifth Circuit to settle it. I'm impressed. Mostly I'm surprised. And I hope we see more of it. Hey, everybody. I know interest rates are not what they were a couple years ago, but I want to give you my perspective. Did you know in 1971, the interest rate for a mortgage was 7.33%? If you waited for the interest rate to go down, you would not have purchased a home until 1993. Renting for 22 years while you waited. In the meantime, the value of real estate quadrupled. Don't wait to buy real estate. Marry the house, not the rate. You could always refinance everybody. Take advantage of the slower market now, and you can, again, refinance when rates go down. Once rates start dropping, the frenzy will start all over again. My friends, Andrew Del Rey and Todd Avakian are amazing, and they recently helped me with a purchase, and they could help you too. They've been amazing to work with. I can't say enough good things about Andrew Del Rey and Todd Avakian. 888-888-1172 or go to andrewandtodd.com. That's andrewandtodd.com. Look, if you are Gen Z or millennial, you have a little bit of money put aside, it might be the best opportunity to go to andrewandtodd.com and Buy a home, get in the market. Once you're in the buyer's game, you must never leave the buyer game. And again, I encourage you guys to check it out right now. Interest rates, they're signaling that they're going to go down, but don't wait. The price of real estate very well might continue to go up. Go to andrewandtodd.com, andrewandtodd.com. 
So we'll see. Will Biden deploy federal agents to go cut razor wire? And let's be clear, Abbott needs to keep on doing more, keep on doing more. But this is this has been a process, everybody. Understand that Abbott comes from a good old boy network of Bush establishment republicanism, that the open border is just kind of, you know, that's just a far right wing issue. No, 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 hold on. There's something changing here. And you guys deserve, this audience deserves a lot of credit. Greg Abbott, Glenn Youngkin, who are center right. They do well on most issues, but let's be honest, they're much more establishment and chamber of commerce than we are. They're talking a great game on this. We have moved the Overton window and this show and Bannon's show and Jack Posobiec's show have played a big role. And I will, I have this hypothesis that is getting, I think, being proven correct every single day which is with the liberation of Twitter, you're going to see bolder action and more eyes opened. And let me prove it to you. Now, whether Greg Abbott wrote this or not is irrelevant. He tweeted it on Twitter.com. And he says, quote, my statement on Texas, Texas's constitutional right to self-defense. I'm going to read parts of it. It has been viewed on Twitter 37 million times. 37 million views on Twitter.com. When Jack Dorsey was running Twitter, we would not get, it would be maybe viewed 800,000 times. A liberated social media platform is moving public perception on core issues. We are starting to win on the border in public opinion, thanks to Elon Musk liberating our ability to speak. Let me read this from Governor Greg Abbott. And Greg Abbott, by the way, it's, it's a feedback loop. It's as much as you receive is as much as you give. So G- Governor Greg Abbott's team, the, I guarantee you, their communication managers, I know some of them in their office, they're far more moderate than I am, but what do they do multiple times a day? Governor Greg Abbott's communications director opens up Twitter on the way to work. Their interns are looking through Twitter. They are consuming information from this program, from Jack Posobiec, from Matt Walsh. They're consuming information from Dan Bongino, and then they relay it back to Governor Abbott. And Governor Abbott says, well, where is the average conservative on this? And they say, well, honestly, like, I've never seen such chatter and rancor and demand to secure the border. So then Governor Abbott sees the vibe, and he parallels and mirrors the vibe that you guys are communicating. Because this letter from Governor Abbott is it is a step up above anything I have seen him say or do. Now, part of it, to be perfectly honest, is because the crisis is worse than ever. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Let's not get so enthusiastic. The crisis is so bad, it necessitates this. Is Governor Abbott doing enough? No. Is he doing better? Oh, yes. Let me read this letter. It's an extraordinary letter by Governor Abbott. And it was written yesterday, viewed 37 million times. The federal government has broken the compact between the United States and the states. Correct. The executive branch of the United States has a constitutional duty to enforce federal laws protecting states, including immigration laws on the books right now, Governor Abbott writes. President Biden has refused to enforce those laws and has even violated them. The result is that he has smashed records for illegal immigration. Despite having been put on notice in a series of letters. Let me pause here. Let me let me tell you why I like G- G- Greg Abbott saying this. He's putting 
the ball in Biden's court. So it's to an independent minded person. They read this and they want to side with who is more reasonable. They don't want the person that is overreacting. They don't want the person that is emotional. And so Governor Abbott says, despite having been put on notice in a series of letters, one of which I delivered to him by hand, President Biden has ignored Texas's demand that he perform his constitutional duties. So basically, Governor Abbott is reminding you and reminding the person that is reading this that might not be into politics. Wow, he delivered a letter by hand to the president and still being ignored. He is coming across as the more reasonable person in this dispute. He writes, quote, President Biden has violated his oath to faithfully execute immigration laws enacted by Congress. Instead of prosecuting immigrants for the federal crime of illegal entry, Biden has sent his lawyers in the federal courts to sue Texas for taking action to secure the border. True. And by the way, Ken Paxton deserves a lot of credit here as well. A lot of credit. And Paxton being liberated is a big part of this. Biden has instructed his agencies to ignore federal statutes that mandate the detention of illegal immigrants. The effect is to illegally allow them on mass parole into the United States. And I'm going to keep going into this letter because it isn't as much about Abbott as it is you being the tip of the spear leading public opinion and him mirroring it back to you. Okay, Kirk fans, I need you to stop and pay attention to this. If you deal with exhaustion, brain fog, mood swings, or food cravings, if you're constantly getting sick or simply lack the zeal you used to have in life, then I have some news for you. While back, I found a liquid supplement called Strong Cell, and it changed my health in a very profound way. I take it every single day. Look, I knew I had to partner with them. I did the research. Google and look up online what happens when you mix NADH with CoQ10 and marine collagen. It's simple. Every area of your body has cells. So if your cells are healthier, then you will also be healthier. You don't have to take my word for it. Listen to one of these testimonials. After taking strong cell for six weeks, I found improvement in many areas, less shoulder pain, improved mental clarity, increased natural energy, and so much more. I'm thankful that Charlie Kirk recommended this to his listeners. Rebecca says, I absolutely love strong cell. At first, I didn't think it would make much of a difference for my chronic fatigue, depression, and anxiety, but I thought I'd give it a chance. I've tried to find depression meds for 10 years, and since you strong cell, I'm feeling better than I ever have on depression medication. Customer for life. Thank you, Charlie Kirk, for recommending this product. So there it is. You've heard from me directly and some of the users who have seen their lives changed by strong cell. I personally recommend taking it every day for at least 30 days. I take it every day before I go on the air, and it's helped me in more ways than I can even name. Each of our bodies is very different, so I would recommend you give the supplement at least two to three months to see the changes in your body. Go to strongcell.com and learn more for yourself. That's strongcell.com forward slash Charlie. And don't forget to use discount code Charlie at checkout to get your special 20% discount for Kirk listeners. Or you can call 888-596-0155 to order over the phone. That is 888-596-0155 or visit strongcell.com forward slash Charlie. Let's go with this letter here. Continues, by wasting taxpayer dollars to tear open Texas's border security infrastructure, Biden has enticed illegal immigrants away from the 28 legal ports of entry along this state's southern border, bridges where nobody drowns, and into dangerous waters of the Rio Grande. Greg Abbott continues, Biden's lawless border policies, more than 6 million illegals have crossed into our southern border in just the last three years. 6 million that we know of. That is more than the population of 33 
different states in this country. This illegal refusal to protect states has inflicted unprecedented harm on the people all across the United States. From James Madison to Alexander Hamilton and other visionaries who wrote the U.S. Constitution, they foresaw that states should not left to be to the mercy of a lawless president who does nothing to stop external threats like cartels smuggling millions of illegals across the border. Let me pause here. It's very smart what Abbott is doing here. He is pointing to the founders. He's pointing to the framers. He's getting back to first principles. He's getting back to the core and fundamental contract that keeps us a republic. It's very well written. It's very well written, Governor Abbott. He says, quote, this is why the framers included both Article 4, Section 4, which promises that the federal government shall protect each state against invasion. And Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which acknowledges the state's sovereign interest in protecting their borders. Arizona of the United States, 567 U.S. 387419-2012, Scalia dissenting. That's interesting. Scalia dissented on that? You know what? That's right. That was one of his worst decisions. Blake, can you get that's a separate? I want to talk about that. The failure of the Biden regime to fulfill the duties from Article 4 has triggered Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which reserves to this state the right of self-defense. For these reasons, I've already declared an invasion under Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3 to invoke Texas's constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. That authority is the supreme law of the land and supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. The Texas National Guard, the Texas Department of Public Safety, and other Texas personnel are acting on that authority, as well as state law to secure the Texas border. Now, mind you, Governor Abbott kind of ignores the U.S. Supreme Court in this letter, which is part of the brilliance. He doesn't defy it, but he doesn't go after the Supreme Court. He doesn't say that they were wrong. He just kind of says that the government's breaking the contract and he sidesteps it because the Supreme Court decision was hardly this robust thou shall not, you shall. And this is a theme that we're seeing from the Supreme Court, which is that the media will take the essence of a decision when in reality the decision doesn't say this. And this particular court tends to be a lot rather more murky than people will ever give it credit for. And I'll give you an example on the abortion decision. If you go to a rank and file American, you say, hey, what did the Supreme Court say on abortion? They'll say, well, uh, the Supreme Court said um, abortion can be illegal. While that's technically true, it actually just said that the states will determine abortion policy. It sent it back to the states. So there's a lot of there's a lot of agency and there's a lot of state sovereignty that this particular court has decided on. To continue on this, Greg Abbott is exploiting this temporary weakness to build a consensus. And what is happening, and this is exactly what we recommended on our program and recommended on social media, and you guys were the ones really pushing this forward and you deserve the credit for this, is now other red state governors are voicing support for Greg Abbott. People that otherwise would not have been in the ballgame. Sarah Huckabee Sanders in Arkansas, Glenn Youngkin in Virginia, are voicing support and sending National Guard. Now, the, the left, as the left does, they say it's time to nationalize the National Guard. You have Joaquin Castro. You have 
Robert Francis O'Rourke, the fake Hispanic Irishman who has run for the Senate and run for the governor who can't win a race, say it's time to nationalize the guard. Time to nationalize the guard. So I want to just play this B-roll. Can we play cut 117, please? And this is Greg Abbott's brilliance. And, and Ken Paxton deserves credit here. Dan Patrick deserves credit here. Now, understand, they tried to take out Ken Paxton. They tried to divide the Texas Republican ruling class. Democrat operatives pumped in money to try to take out Paxton, separate Abbott from Paxton. And Abbott and Paxton are far from friends. But they are in harmony right now. Now, what you're seeing here is the adding of more razor wire and Eagle Pass. The Supreme Court never said you can't do this. So Greg Abbott is going to now, I'm sorry, Joe Biden is now going to have to send in, send in more people to go cut the razor wire. The pressure is on Joe Biden now. The pressure is on Joe Biden of what he is going to do. And he very well might send in agents to go cut the razor wire tomorrow. But boy, those optics. And by the way, the border is changing every portion of American politics. In 2020, COVID was the number one issue by far. The border is the number one winning issue. This transcends income levels. This transcends geography. And the Democrats are not certain how to deal with this. In some way, the, in, in some form or fashion, the seat of the equivalent benefit is Greg Abbott using the Supreme Court issue to still put them on defense. And he's being very even-handed in this. Again, I am not an Abbott apologist. I have been very, very critical of Greg Abbott. But what he's doing is he's building consensus, basically saying we have a moral, a traditional, and a historical and a constitutional duty to defend our state from a foreign invasion. And Joe Biden is left with very few good options here because his political support is deteriorating and crumbling. I want to play this piece of tape here, Cut 126. This is impacting Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell is realizing that the border is the number one issue in the country. Play Cut 126. The past few minutes, uh, Jake Sherman with Punchbowl News had this about a McConnell meeting with Republican senators. Senator McConnell told a closed uh, meeting of Senate Republicans um, today that the politics of the border has flipped and cast doubt on linking Ukraine and the border. It quotes us him saying, when we started this, the border united us and Ukraine divided us. The politics on this have changed, he told his GOP colleagues. He said he referred to Donald Trump as the nominee. We don't want to do anything to undermine him. And he wants to campaign and center it on immigration. So, quote, we're in a quandary. Now, what what on earth is McConnell a quandary as if it's some sort of quandary that the border is some sort of burden, but it is changing the politics across the board. So Joaquin Castro, remember where he said that demographics will turn Texas blue? He was bragging about how the great replacement will make Texas blue. And the fake Hispanic Irishman, Robert Francis O'Rourke, they are now demanding that Biden federalize the Texas National Guard, comparing this to Eisenhower nationalizing the Arkansas Guard during school desegregation. But Abbott is calling this bluff and Biden is being taken off guard right now. Biden expected, this is why it's so important you play hardball against these guys. When you play strategic hardball, they don't know what to do. Biden is left with only escalation options. 
And Biden is an unpopular president who's already throwing people in jail. Peter Navarro, by the way, just got sentenced to four months in prison for contempt of Congress. Is Hunter Biden going to go to jail? Is Lois Lerner going to go to jail? Is Eric Holder going to go to jail? All these people are in contempt of Congress. So they're throwing Peter Navarro in jail. They're trying to put Bannon in jail. They have Douglas Mackey they're throwing in prison. So the only options that Biden has left is escalation. And when you escalate a conflict, you run the risk, Joe Biden, of looking like a third world tyrant dictator. And people already are starting to think of that. And Greg Abbott is looking reasonable. Greg Abbott is calling the bluff, saying, why is it that we can't secure our border? Why is it that we can't do this job ourselves? And it is exposing that Joe Biden wants the border open. Of course he does. The entire American Democratic regime and party, they are co-sponsors of the great replacement of our country. Let's go to Cut 128. Martha McCallum, who I really like on Fox News, did an excellent job with Mr. Kirby here, play cut 128. Do we have a border? Do we have a southern border? Do we have a what? Do we have a southern border? Yes, ma'am. Of course we do. Then how come people can flow across it every single day? Hundreds and thousands of people over the course, 300,000 people in December. We're working very hard to try to fix that, Martha. That's why we need congressional action. That's why the president asked for additional funding, more than you know, $6 billion in the supplemental to try to get border security enhanced. Well, this is a complicated issue, and it's going to require a real team approach, not just from the executive branch, but from the legislative branch as well. I, I love that clip. That's Martha McCallum as a frustrated American citizen who loves her country, not an overly partisan person. Martha's always been very, very good to me, by the way. She's a terrific person. She had me on the show so many times. And she's a ticked off citizen. She's a ticked off mom. Like, what the heck, man? You're coming on my show. Do we have a border? What a great question. That lunatic John Kirby. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're working on it. It's a national security issue. It's a 100% appropriate question, by the way. We got these guys bragging about potentially being famous and they might be Azerbaijani terrorists. We don't know. We are far from a solution on the border, but the trend is our friend. We are seeing a change in the attitude, a change in the behavior, a change in the rhetoric from people that otherwise would run to the hills. They're leaning in, and you guys are to credit for that. Let's play some more pieces of tape here. And before I do, the states are going to be the ones that are going to have to solve this problem. They're going to have to solve it. And it's putting Joe Biden in a very difficult position. We are seeing. Story after story of this. I'm just going to highlight one. This is a story of a Colombian who was convicted of murder and he illegally crossed into the United States border. He was arrested in New Jersey. Todd Bensman, who does a great job, we've had him on the program, he made a really, really smart point. He said the Biden administration's priority is to get as many foreigners into the country as possible, as quickly as possible, to not create the optics of people waiting in line. Now, in some ways, We've been a victim of our own media success because I would actually prefer those long lines than letting them in. Why? Well, the reason that there used to be long lines is because they were doing DNA testing and they were doing background checks. Biden was so embarrassed by the long lines that he told Mayorkas, just let them all in and stop doing all this DNA testing and stop doing all these background checks. So in some ways, we're a victim of our own media virality. Remember those huge drone shots that the great Bill Malusian had and that we would be talking about? Biden was so embarrassed and humiliated by them 
They said the number one priority is we don't have the optics of huge lines and people congregating under the overpasses. And so because of that, they have stopped doing the stuff that was creating the lines in the first place. Like, hey, do you have whooping cough? Do you have measles? Are you a carrier of a potentially really nasty disease? Or are you a rapist? Are you a murderer? Are you on the terrorist watch list? Now, since Biden does not want the lines because it looks bad, he just lets them all in as quickly as possible. Hopefully, their fear of bad optics will help defuse this situation tomorrow. So tomorrow, when Border Patrol goes to cut that razor wire, we need every single media outlet watch it, see it, have Texas watch it, say, okay, be my guest, cut the razor wire. And then 30 minutes later, repair it and put it back up again and make those government agents work overtime and go do it again. I love our government agents, but they don't love working overtime and then they'll have a shift change. Oh, we'll get to it Monday and then come back and do it again and come back and do it again. Cut 37, Fox reports the Colombian convicted of murder. How many convicted murderers have waltzed into the country? Well, we don't know because Biden is so afraid of bad optics They no longer do background testing or DNA DNA testing. They're allowing whoever wants to come into the country. Play cut 37. Florida convicted killer escaping Colombia, entering the U.S. as a gotaway, making his way to the outskirts of New York City. This is why the border officials put so much emphasis, Dana, on gotaways. Now, he had previously been arrested by authorities in New Jersey for simple assault and making terroristic threats. And there was a record on him. And in many cases, Dana, they're seeking to evade apprehension simply because they are criminals like this Colombian man you're talking about, convicted of murder in his home country, now arrested by ICE in Newark, New Jersey. That's just one example. Convicted murderers. Now, we could have found, we could have flagged that person when he came to a port of entry. But Biden's directive is just get him in. Just get him in. Just get him in. Because the the lines and those drone shots of the big groups of people, they don't like. And Americans are dying in DUIs. They're being murdered by the illegals that come in. And it the message is out, by the way. The message is completely out. They think they could do whatever they want, and they've taken advantage. We have these videos of people from Azerbaijan and Uzbekistan basically threatening, say that everyone's going to know my name, not to mention the hundreds of thousands of slaves that are coming into the country. And we use that word intentionally because they are, it is the new slave trade. They are bought and purchased by the cartel. Many of the children are here for sex slaves. And the Biden administration thinks that that's a wonderful thing. They don't do anything about it. Hundreds of thousands of girls are purchased by these cartels, 12-year-old, 13-year-old, 14-year-old girls, rape trees on the southern border. If you don't know about it, you got to get educated on it. The southern border is the greatest humanitarian crisis in the modern era. It is the moral equivalent of the North Atlantic slave trade happening in our era and our time. And we have to be convinced by the bad guys, oh, we were such a bad country because we did slavery. We never should have had slavery. Slavery is repugnant. It's evil. It's awful. And if you believe that, then why are you okay with the slavery happening right now in Eagle Pass and the slavery happening on the southern border? The Democrat Party has always been the party of slavery, and it continues today as they co-sponsor the great slave trade of the southern border. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Email us, as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. Thanks so much for listening, and God bless. For more on many of these stories and news you can trust, go to charliekirk.com.